Welcome to the Inside Muskegon Podcast with your host, Jason Pisecki. And now, here's Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 14. I'm Jason Pisecki. You probably noticed a little bit different sound to the intro to the podcast. That is thanks to this week's guest, who I will introduce shortly. The Inside Muskegon podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an interview with John Merchant, a commentary on the interview, listener feedback, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. The podcast is taking a little bit different direction this week, which I am very excited about. Our interview this week is with John Merchant, guitarist with Muskegon area band, Dutch Henry. I'm here with John Merchant, guitarist with Dutch Henry. Thank you for taking the time out with Inside Muskegon today. Well, thanks a lot for having me. I appreciate it. Why don't you share with us a little bit of your background? Okay. Um, personally, I, I, you know, music's been around my house growing up. Uh, my father's a musician, still is, still plays in the Muskegon area. Um, and it's always been, been in our home. And from, you know, as young as I can remember, I've had some sort of instruments in my hand and then kind of professionally got into it about 16 years old, uh, playing in local clubs and everything and been doing it since then. And always, always trying to write songs of my own and stuff and just honing that craft. You know, the, I have, you know, notebooks full of songs that would embarrass me to this day. But, you know, I was trying, trying to write songs and and then hooked up with Dutch Henry and, and kind of took it to, you know, the next levels, you know, per se. How did Dutch Henry get started? Uh, the band started, uh, Greg Miller, the guitar player, other guitar player in the band, and Mitch Wood, the bass player. Uh, those guys have been lifelong friends. They've played in bands together for quite a long time. Uh, and at the end of their last group together, which was a band called Solid Ground that was in the Grand Rapids and Muskegon area, actually attained some success. They won the Jim Beam Country Music Talent Search um, in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, those guys, after that band split up, decided to kind of strike out on their own, called me up, and uh, the three of us started playing, forming Dutch Henry. And oddly enough, our current drummer, Todd Long, uh, was our original drummer, and uh, he's back in our band now after a, a hiatus where he was in a band called Molly in Grand Rapids, and they were quite successful. And uh, we just decided to start you know, making music that we weren't hearing, that we liked, but we weren't hearing from, from any bands, so we decided to do it ourselves, basically. It's red and there she stands How would you describe the band's music? Uh, I would say stylistically, you know, it's everything from, you know, we're all big fans of classic country music, you know, through 60s, 70s, 80s rock and roll, you know, so the influences, you know, our big comparison has always been, uh, and we get this, uh, country music meets The Clash has been a popular one, you know, we've heard that, but it is, it's... We at some point decided to embrace all of our influences and not, you know, not take any away, not be afraid to show any of them. And so we do. We have, 
you know, a real British pop sort of sound and a classic country sound. We try to mix it all up and, and you know, give all of those influences their proper proper due, you know, because we love music and we like we like all these different kinds and we want people to hear that in our stuff too. I wonder what she dreams makes her What's your take on the internet as a distribution channel for music and downloadable music on sites like iTunes and uh, social networking sites like MySpace yeah. for promoting bands? I, you know what? It's it's amazing. I mean, we were just talking about. I can remember a time not you know, not so long ago when to have even a, your band to have a cassette tape was an amazing thing. You know, we have a cassette out. It was a big deal. Or or we're gonna make a CD. Now everybody has the means to to record their music, to, you know, obviously get it out to to more people than you would in your hometown, you know, than having friends come over and listen to your music. So these sites are, I mean, they're great. It's, it's a sense of community, I think. That's important for musicians to share and, and, you know, to hear what other people are doing. And it widens your scope right away. It, it did it for Dutch Henry. The internet is why Dutch Henry, you know, we were able to get reviews from overseas. We were able to start touring. We were able to, you know, get interest from people who wouldn't be able to come into Muskegon, Michigan and go to the Red Rooster Tavern and see us play, you know? Who are some of your influences as a musician? Um, boy, there's a lot of them. I, I like everything from Buck Owens, Merle Haggard, Johnny Cash, Waylon and Willie, stuff like that, through, um, you know, 70s rock and roll, uh, Alice Cooper, Mata Hoople, uh, a lot of glittery glam bands is what they were called in the 70s. 80s rock. I was an 80s rock guy. You know, I had poofy hair and tight pants and, you know, <laughs> bracelets on. And um, so all that 80s stuff, uh, we all collectively, we really like a band called The Replacements. Um, currently, we're all listening to, you know, we all have diverse tastes in the band from Todd Long, the drummer, Mitch and Greg. I mean, we all have different tastes, which is great, but the real nice thing about Dutch Henry is there's enough mutual tastes that give us a common thread so we can make music together, and that's that's great. It's you, you know, you'd think it'd be easy to do, but it's not. It's a blessing when you find it, and for me to have three other guys in the band who at least have a little reference to what I like. So if I go, well, what I'm hearing is this, these guys have a point of reference for it. And, and I hope I do the same for them. What's in your uh, CD player or iPod right now? Or right maybe now. a better question is, is it a, is it a CD player or is it it's an iPod a, or portable media device? It's a CD player. It's a CD player. I wish it were an iPod. Um, <laughs> well, we, we, maybe we can help you out. Yeah, with there that. you go. Uh, you know, right now I'm I'm listening to uh, I really like a band called the Fountains of Wayne. I'm listening to a band called Phantom Planet. A lot of people have heard of them. They do the theme song to a TV show called The OC, uh, which I don't watch, but I love the song about the CD. And then, um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of old music in there too. Stuff you know. I think right now in my truck I have the White Album in mono. <laughs> um, <laughs> Stuff like that, you know, and there's, and with this internet and with downloads and, and MySpace and iTunes, you know, you have unlimited access to music. You, you know, there was a time there were only so many albums released, 
you know, you could stay on top of it. Now I, you know, as a music fan, I try to listen and buy as much new stuff as I can, but every day there's how much more music to listen, which is great. You know, it gives you access to stuff. I would have never thought to even, you know, local bands from other States, other, and we play with a lot of bands, excuse me, a lot of, when we go into a town to play, they'll have a local band come open for us. What a great, you know, we get to make friends with them first of all. And then, you know, you can go listen to their music on MySpace or something. So you have access to them. It's, there's a lot of music and I listen to as much of it as I can. Give us an insider's view of Muskegon's music scene. Um, well, <laughs> you <laughs> is know, that kind of an oxymoron? You know what? I, I don't think, uh, to be honest, and this is the gospel truth, uh, Dutch Henry is, uh, we're from Muskegon. We play locally somewhat. I feel somewhat removed from the scene a little bit because of the style of music we play. There's not a lot of this in Muskegon, but um, as far from... I guess I can give you an outsider's view. There's um, a ton of this music scene is amazing. And to go to, you know, we travel, we go to other states, other towns, we see their local music scene. Muskegon is, it's the talent in this town is unreal. And um, not everybody does it, but, you know, if you get an opportunity to take a Friday night and go from a couple different venues, you'll see a lot of talented musicians. I mean, there's bands uh, bands making their own music you know you have uh, heavy metal bands two-headed chan is a local band that's great um a band called 56 tricks there's and then there's bands like the band of outlaws who play out in dalton who've been in this town forever and and make great music and are all talented and and actually you know bands like the band outlaws a band called red eye um you know Beer Nuts is another great band in town here, 23 Degrees North. I mean, you think about the volume of bands we have here. If I rattle off a name like 23 Degrees North, you know who they are. I know who they are. 99% of people in Muskegon know who they are. They're great musicians, and there's there's a ton of it around here. To be, you know, I we've never, I don't want to say we haven't been embraced by the you know music scene here because the musicians in town really seem to like us. We have a good fan base in Muskegon, but a lot of people still don't quite know what to make of us because we're a little bit, we have a little of that country and a little, I sound like Donnie, Donnie Marie, don't I? <laughs> a little bit of rock little, and roll. Little country, a little bit of rock and roll. But people don't really know where to put us sometimes. But um, the people who do embrace our band locally embrace it wholeheartedly. And I think Muskegon's like that with their bands. And I, I'm sure any of these bands would tell you the same thing. You know, it's a great, it's a great town. There's a great scene here. What are some of the venues that you've played locally here in the Muskegon area and uh, nationwide also? Okay. Uh, locally, I would say our kind of our home, <laughs> our home venue would probably be, we play the Red Rooster Tavern and we try to get out there, you know, every couple months. Um, the Lakeshore Tavern, of course, has been real good to us. Um, but we, you know, almost every venue in this town, the guys in the band have played in some, maybe not in Dutch Henry, but we've played, you know, I've played everywhere in this town probably numerous times. And, uh, and then, you know, the things like the summer celebration, uh, I, and I got to say that too, the summer celebration is another opportunity for bands who do not get to tour on a national level to have exposed. I mean, you could play how many bar gigs and never be exposed to 10,000 people. But, you know, what they've done with the summer celebration by letting local groups come in and open for national acts is give exposure to 
to a lot of music in this town. You know, a lot of guys might never get the opportunity to do that touring thing, but at least they get a chance to, you know, to be exposed to an audience like that. So it's a blessing. I nationally, you know, we're, we have a good following in St. Louis, Nashville, stuff like that. Um, we play the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville, Tennessee is great. Uh, Frederick's Music Lounge in St. Louis is a wonderful place for us to play. We play there all the time. And, um, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of places. Carbondale, Illinois, we went into Carbondale last summer. And, uh, surprisingly, we get some airplay there. And there were 3,000 people waiting for us, you know, to come see Dutch Henry play our music. It was a real honor, you know, it, it makes you feel great when you see people singing words to your songs and you know that they don't know you personally. It's a really, it's a treat. It felt really good. It was a great, great tour. That whole tour we were on that included Carbondale was one of the best we've had so far. This time I've got it all worked out It's gonna be alright We'll make it through somehow You know our luck is bound to change We could only hope it isn't bad again Do you have any memorable gigs or funny things that have happened to you while uh, on stage? That you I don't know if share? you have time for this. Um, yeah, there have been tons. Of, I mean, we've played, Dutch Henry has played everything from uh, um, a dog picnic in Grand Rapids for the Humane Society where people brought their dogs out and we played. Um, you know, certainly our first our first gigs at like the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville were, you know, it was a real honor. The night before we, our first gig at the Bluebird, Vince Gill had played there, you know, and it was, I remember being in the hotel room reading the local news music paper and going, wow, Vince Gill played there last night. Now we're coming tonight, you know, and it, it was, that was a real treat. But, you know, funny things happen to us every time we play. There'll be, you know, a, a new story, you know, from what we see, you know, looking into the audience to little th- jo- inside jokes between, you know, the four of us. There's, we've had some memorable ones, but... Yeah, always, you know, there's always something new to see or do when you're playing, you know. You meet you meet so many people, you know, you meet a, a ton of people, and, and that's the best part about it is, you know, I might not know everybody's name, but you see familiar faces over and over again, and you go, well, this person is has so much free time in their lives, and they're taking a chunk of that and spending it with us. It, you know, how could you, what an honor is that for someone to go, I've made a conscious decision with my free time, which of, of which I don't have a lot. You know, most folks these days don't. But I'm going to spend that listening to you play your songs, and that's great, you know. And I don't think we'll ever take that for granted. We're here in a downtown Muskegon doing this interview, and there's a big push right now, the redevelopment of downtown in the former mall area. What do you think as a musician and someone who's performing and just in, in general, someone who is like the, the target person that they're trying to redevelop this downtown for, what do you think that uh, downtown Muskegon needs entertainment wise? You know, I'd like to say 
you know, we need to, to refocus on, on the theater, you know, on the Fraunthal. It's a beautiful facility. I don't, you know, I'm certainly not a civic leader, but I don't think we, already, I don't think we take advantage of what we have. Um, I'm born and raised in Muskegon. I've you know, been here my whole life. And, um, and there's a lot, you know, there's a lot I miss in Muskegon. I forget about her. You know, you forget all the things we have access to right now. Um, I am a little disheartened to see downtown here where it is right now. I like, you know, the future plans look great. I'd like to see them come to fruition, I guess. You know, I'd like to see this area come back. You know, when I was a kid and I, I'm 33, but yeah, I remember when it was a bustling little downtown or with the mall and that sort of thing. And, and then to see that decline and, you know, I've watched, I watched that decline, the mall. And then as it went and, you know, it's a little disheartening. I don't want to see ever, I don't want to see towns kind of explode from the inside out. You know, there's a central location and then all of a sudden it's a little more spread out a little more and things are moving here and things are moving there. And that's, you know, growth is great for the economy. It's great for the people here. But we also need to focus on the, you know, having a cultural center, you know, and that, that could be this area. And I, I hope that's what they do with it because it's, you know, there's potential all over this place. We all see it. Everybody in Muskegon has, you know, we could all ride together through town and everyone would have an idea. Oh, that would be great there. Or we should do this. Or why aren't we doing that? Well, we need to make those voices heard and have someone listen to them too, you know? All right, we're on to our final question. Okay. You have one minute alone with a person who's never heard Dutch Henry play. Make your pitch to get them to your show. <laughs> one minute alone with, well, I would say uh, come, just come out and see us. Come out and see us live. Have, you know, have an open mind and, and come out and see us live. Because if one minute, you know, one minute we might be playing something and you might go, I hate country music. I don't want to hear that. Give us another two minutes because in that next two minutes, you could hear something that sounded like the Beatles or the Beach Boys or, you know, it, the one thing about us is I and I've said this forever. And a lot of folks have said it to me is it you have to see us live to really that's where our energy is. And I mean, I'm proud of all of our, our first record, the new one coming out. I'm really proud of. But you got to see us live. And so I would just encourage someone to, to block off, a, give us a good three hours of your night, and I'm sure we can turn you around before it's over. All right. Thank you very much, John. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. The Muskegon music scene is alive and well thanks to local bands like Dutch Henry. They describe their sound as country, and I'm not sure if that label does them justice or pigeonholes them a little bit, although country music is very popular today. In my opinion, they're a little bit more alternative or maybe alternative country if there is such a thing. I enjoyed all the tracks that John gave me to listen to, and I think they have a very diverse sound that appeals to a lot of people. And I also wanted to thank Dutch Henry for allowing me to share their music with you in this podcast. And that goes back to one of the things that John and I discussed is the internet as a distribution channel for music. It's not the taboo thing it used to be five years ago with illegal music sites. And even Napster has gone legit with a paid music subscription service. 
iTunes, as much as anybody, has revolutionized music distribution with legal downloads of songs, everyone from Green Day to Madonna, for 99 cents. And Steve Jobs of Apple has the right philosophy with his Rip Mix Burn credo, which a lot of music execs and people in the business uh, really resisted as part of this sharing of music. But bands like Dutch Henry and people who are trying to get discovered and get their music out there to fans really get it. And podcasting is very similar. Without the internet, there would be no podcast. Online communities like MySpace are great for getting bands noticed. In fact, MySpace recently started their own label for getting bands out there that have posted music for free for people to listen to on their website. Distribution of creative content is changing. Bands all over the world are embracing that change. The cool thing is you don't have to go out and buy a CD for 10 bucks to find out if you like a band. You can go to their website and preview music, maybe go over to iTunes and buy it for 99 cents if you just like one track, and then go out and buy the entire CD, or better yet, just download it directly to your computer, pop it on your MP3 player, and away you go. In the end, consumers win and the bands win, which is great for everybody. So get out there and check out iTunes and MySpace. I'll put links to both in the show notes for this podcast. And for more information on Dutch Henry, visit DutchHenry.net. I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback. I want to read a comment posted to the InsideMuskegon.com website. I enjoyed listening to Dr. Simon. I think those of us who grow up in Muskegon tend to take the beauty of natural resources for granted. Hopefully, as Muskegon grows, we can preserve these great assets and continue to share them with residents and visitors alike for years to come. Well, thank you very much for that comment. Now, this week, the feedback was a little bit light on the podcast, and it's not because people aren't listening. In fact, downloads for episode 13 were actually up over previous weeks. What we're going to start doing is offering incentive for listeners to leave feedback and also highlight some Muskegon area businesses at the same time. This week, we'll be giving away a $25 gift certificate to one of Muskegon's favorite restaurants, The Sardine Room, for our favorite listener comment or voicemail. Remember, there are two ways to leave feedback on the podcast. You can post a message to the website at InsideMuskegon.com or use the listener feedback voicemail at 231-354-2332. We'll award the Sardine Room gift certificate to what we feel is the best comment on the website or listener feedback voicemail. So be sure to leave your first name along with a comment and we will get in touch with you with your prize. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 14 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Pisecki. This has been the Inside Muskegon podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing jason at InsideMuskegon.com.